Shining City Audio, a John Meacham and C-13 original studio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. October 28, 1980. Jimmy Carter and Ronald Reagan meet in debate. I'm John Meacham, and this is Reflections of History. The evening is remembered for a single line. There you go again. But the sole general election debate of 1980 featuring President Carter and Governor Ronald Reagan repays attention in its entirety. For the visions presented by the competitors capture much of the essence of American politics, even in our time. A key question came from ABC's Barbara Walters, who said, you have addressed some of the major issues tonight, but the biggest issue in the mind of American voters is yourselves, your ability to lead this country. When many voters go into that booth just a week from today, they will be voting their gut instinct about you men. You have already given us your reasons why people should vote for you. Now would you please tell us for this, your final question, why they should not vote for your opponent, why his presidency could be harmful to the nation, and having examined both your opponent's record and the man himself, tell us his greatest weakness. President Carter answered first. Barbara, reluctant as I am to say anything critical about Governor Reagan, I will try to answer your question. This is a contest between a Democrat and the mainstream of my party, as exemplified by the actions that I have taken in the Oval Office the last four years, as contrasted with Governor Reagan, who in most cases does typify his party, but in some cases there is a radical departure by him from the heritage of Eisenhower and others. The most important crucial difference in this election campaign, in my judgment, is the approach to the control of nuclear weaponry and the inclination to control or not control the spread of atomic weapons to other nations who don't presently have it, particularly terrorist nations. The inclination that Governor Reagan has exemplified in many troubled times since he has been running for president, I think since 1968, to inject American military forces in places like North Korea to put a blockade around Cuba this year, or in some instances to project American forces into a fishing dispute against the small nation of Ecuador on the west coast of South America. This is typical of his long-standing inclination on the use of American power not to resolve disputes diplomatically and peacefully, but to show that the exercise of military power is best proven by the actual use of it. Obviously, no president wants war. And I certainly do not believe that Governor Reagan, if he were president, would want war. But a president in the Oval Office has to make a judgment on almost a daily basis about how to exercise the enormous power of our country for peace, through diplomacy or in a careless way in a belligerent attitude, which has exemplified his attitudes in the past. Then it was Reagan's turn. Well, Barbara, 
I believe there is a fundamental difference. He seeks the solution to anything as another opportunity for a federal government program. I happen to believe that the federal government has usurped powers of autonomy and authority that belong back at the state and local level. It has imposed on the individual freedoms of the people, and there are more of these things that could be solved by the people themselves if they were given a chance, or by the levels of government that were closer to them. Now, as to why I should be and he shouldn't be, when he was a candidate in 1976, President Carter invented a thing he called the misery index. He added the rate of unemployment and the rate of inflation, and it came at that time to 12.5% under President Ford. He said that no man with that size misery index has a right to seek re-election to the presidency. Today, by his own decision, the misery index is in excess of 20%, and I think this must suggest something. I believe there are going to be millions of Democrats that are going to vote with us this time around because they too want that promise kept. It was a promise for less government and less taxes and more freedom for the people. A week later, the choice was made. Reagan would be president. Thank you for listening to Reflections of History, a creation of Shining City Audio a C-13 Originals and John Meacham Studio. Reflections of History is executive produced by me, John Meacham, and Chris Corcoran, Chief Content Officer and Founding Partner of Cadence 13. Production and editing led by Lloyd Lockridge, Margot Gray, and Chris Basil. Production assistance by Andy Jaskowitz and Adam Macias. Cadence 13 is an Odyssey company. Hey, Mama, we see you. All the visible and invisible work you do for others and yourself. That's why this Mother's Day, the Meditation for Women podcast has a special free guided meditation just for you. Stay to listen to hundreds of guided meditations available for you. Some to help you sleep, start your day, release anxiety, and tune into your intuition. Listen to Meditation for Women on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.